What's up, guys? John here with Big Drew, Tight Lifestyle. What's up, guys? It's Big Drew, Tight Lifestyle. It's Friday yet again. I'm in the studio. John's on the road, but he's still with us. Got plenty of questions. Got plenty of good topics and plenty of good answers for you guys. Let's get right to it. John, what do you want to start with? I don't know, man. We got a hell of a show for you guys today, you know, and I'm on the road. Thank God we can use this technology so we can be here together. That's how you tighten Uh, up right there, making it happen. That's that's it, man. No matter what circumstance you're in, Drew knows just as well as I do, man. You got, you got it. No excuse. You got to find a way. How many so, owners do you guys? Uh, how many company owners you guys know that are away with their family on vacation and still get it done? Not too many. A lot of people turn off the tablet, right. turn off their, close their laptop, or turn off their phone. Still working, still getting it done on vacation. Shout out to the owner, John Secours, for doing that. Thank you, guys. So, yeah, I had to take my little son on spring break. You know, he hasn't asked me for much, and I worked all week. So he's like, listen, me and my buddy want to go to Bush Gardens. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's, let's make it happen. It's a beautiful afternoon. So we're going to rock and roll. And I, you know what? I'll never miss a show no matter what it is. I don't think, man, we've been doing this for almost two years now, Drew, just me and you. Yeah. And it's been crazy, yeah. right? Time flies. Time flies when you're Time having flies. fun. The shows are getting better and better. The office got better. The studio got better. The equipment got better. That's right. The audience got <laughs> That's better. Right. The patients got better. That's right. Better and better. That's, That's right. The name of the game. We're only going up. Yeah. So, you know, so, so people on Instagram usually record out people that are that are calling in and stuff like that or are joining in, I should say. And at that point, like, we don't have Instagram today. There's something going on with their, their platform. So me and Big Drew are just going to talk about all these great topics we have today, and then we're going to air it on Instagram. If there are people out there on Facebook, listen, shout out your questions on there, and me and Big Drew will be happy to answer for you. So let's get into the first topic, therapy of the week. A favorite of mine, a favorite of a lot of patients out there, IGF-1 LR3. It's with Gold Factor 1 LR3, long extended release. Yes. So, man, I get a lot of questions about this one and a lot of benefits out of this therapy, guys. Um, it's not for everybody, so that's why. We need blood testing for this therapy. And a lot of different therapies we offer, you don't need blood testing for. But for IGF-1 LR3, you're definitely going to need it because we need to check some different things on there. So, IGF-1. All right, this is something that is produced after growth hormone is actually converted in the liver. So growth hormone is produced in your body naturally from pituitary down from pituitary down to the liver. At that point, it converts IGF-1, 2, and 3. We're going to focus on 1 because 1 gives you all the great benefits you hear from, from growth hormone. From elasticity to boost the immune system, libido, lean body mass, so lean muscle tissue, right? Um, you know, better sleep patterns, better hair, skin, nails. This is something that's going to benefit you in a lot of different ways. If you're losing, if you're looking to lose uh, body fat, right, lower lowering your BMI, your body mass index, this is definitely a good one with retaining that lean muscle that you're either going to gain or you've earned through the past. So I, I use this one currently. Um, you can use this with a couple months and then you're going to get off because you don't want, you know, you don't want your sensitivity to this to, to get there um, and have to basically not get anything out of the therapy if you take it for too long. So, again, so that's why I take IGF-1. And again, you said hair, skin, nails. Automatically, I'm thinking women are going to love this. Women get a little bit older, oh, yeah. hair starting to thin out when it's thickening everything up. Yep. So um, it's a little bit yep. too late for me for the hair, 
But ladies, yeah. if you want to keep your hair, skin, nails looking right, I mean, IGF works one yeah. great for you guys too. You always hear about bodybuilders. You always hear about guys taking it muscle, muscle, muscle. Not everything we have here at Titan is about muscle, guys, about general health. So hair, skin, and nails, if that's your goal, IGF can help with that too. And you, it's something that you can take when you don't even work out. You know, you don't have to be a gym person to take this. Obviously, if you are, it's going to help. But there are a lot of good benefits from IGF-1, aside from looking a certain way or performing a certain way. It could actually make your hair, skin, and nails better. For sure. So let's talk about it. The reason why we need blood testing, we want to look at a couple different things. Plus, we've got to look at your health history, your family history. So if you have history of cancer in your family or you've had a history of cancer yourself, this is something the medical provider is going to have to look at in depth just to make sure. Because usually you're not going to want to prescribe anything because insulin growth factor 1 or growth hormone – what they do is is they basically grow all cells, good cells and bad cells. So if you have bad cells in the body, like cancer cells, it's going to grow them faster. So that's something you got to look at. Now, the other thing we look at with blood testing is IGF-1, IGF-1 levels in particular. So we look at an IGF-1 along with the Z-score. A lot of people ask me what's that because IGF-1 should be in a reference range normal to your age, okay? And, you know, depending on what your age is on that lab slip, it's going to give you the reference range for what you need to be in IGF-1 levels. And the Z-score, people ask me about that all the time, even providers. So what the hell is the Z-score? So the Z-score is the average in your age group of where you should be at. So let's say normal guy, 30 years old or 40 years old, is usually between 150 and 300. Okay? And this reference range can change depending on what lab you go to, Quest, LabCorp, or other ones. But if you're low in that, What's happening there is is basically you're going to age a lot faster. Things are on the decline a lot faster. If that's high, usually that 50-year-old that you say, oh, man, that guy looks really, really young, usually those IGF-1 levels are pretty high on those people. So, that means so big, that's that really means something you got to look at. probably has good IGF levels. If you guys don't know big yes, is, yes. Yeah, it looks yes. good at 50. Another type so there, there, there is a caveat to this too now. So, you know, I remember when we first got into this, almost nine years ago, we'd be blood testing people. One guy came back at like 800, okay? And this guy's super tall. And, I, and at that point, we're like, oh, man, you got a right, really good IGF-1 level. Well, you start talking to a lot of endocrinologists or other doctors out there, they're like, oh, wait up, hold on. That could be a problem. That could be a big, big warning sign. And it's basically when there's a, uh, there's a tumor out of the pituitary, it will overproduce, overproduce, overproduce. Yeah. There's actually people, the, the guys that hit the the world record of being so big, you know, those guys. Yeah, Robert Wadlow those guys, and people like that, I believe they had it. Like yes, a, yes. Tumors on the pituitary and yeah. just made them overgrow, overgrow. And then at that point, that's something that can, that can cause, you know, terminal death a lot quicker than the average person. So that's something you got to look at right there. You don't want it too high, but you definitely want it, you know, optimal and the higher end or even above. Now, IGF-1 is not going to, per se, raise those levels right automatically like that. But they're going to give you the benefits of what you would get from growth hormone. It's like going from the starting line to the finish line automatically. You know, with growth hormone, you have to take it, and it has to convert. And at that point, you're waiting for these great, great benefits. Where IGF-1, you're getting, it's instant. Yeah, you don't have to wait six months. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. People people taking growth hormone, they have to wait, you know, up to six months before they start. Uh, depending on what benefit they want to get from it. Absolutely. And in terms of bodybuilding, in terms of putting on muscle, we're talking about the hair, skin, nails. IGF-1, lagging body parts, guys, or you want to have a serious pump? You could even take your IGF with your Hercules if you want to get crazy like that and really blow the muscle up. 
If you have a photo That's shoot, what I would do. contest, lagging body parts, one bicep's bigger than the other, you can try hitting your right bicep, even it out with the Hercules and the IGF. That combo is serious, or one alone yep. is, is good too, but lagging body parts is huge. You're not filling the muscle with oil either, guys. You're not filling it up, no. so it's going to, you know... It's not. It's not oh. anabolic. It's. It's not like you're putting testosterone into your bicep. You know, it's water-based, yeah. so it's not gonna. It's not gonna leave you with an abscess. It's not gonna leave you with sores. Right. It's not gonna leave lumps or scar nope. tissue or anything like that. It's. It's simple. Nope. It goes in smooth, water-based, just like the Hercules. And you basically don't feel yep. anything but the pump. A lot of times, guys will take things and they'll inject at certain places when they shouldn't. They think it's a right. pump, but it's inflammation. It's an infection. Right. It's not supposed to go there, so obviously it's swelled up. Oh, yeah, I'm getting a great pump because I put sipinate in my biceps. No, you don't need to put sipinate no. in your biceps. That's not a pump. That's swelling because it hasn't it hasn't gone into the yeah. muscle yet fully because it's not deep enough in the muscle or it's no. just too much in the muscle. And it has, it's, it's not like a glute or it's going to yep. you know, dispert. So a lot of these people swear they're getting a good pump. You're not getting a good pump. You're getting a good lump. There's a difference between a pump and a lump. That's right. Big difference. That's right. Big difference, like yeah. Drew said. And, you know, when people talk about growth more IGF-1 and, like, not being able to see results six months later, listen, guys, that stuff's working right away, right when you put it in. Now, think of your body like a paper towel, right? It's a big paper towel roll. You start a big paper towel roll. When you start taking away those sheets, you start thinning out. It's the exact same thing. It takes over time, and that's when you're really going to start seeing those results, and they're long-lasting results, too, as well. Um, but, you know, the, the thing like you said, so people that are injecting oil into these muscles, right? Like, you know, let's, let's say synthol, it's another oil, right? Or NCT oil or, or even testosterone, cypionate or whatever it is in the carrier oil. The problem is your body's having a reaction. You might as well use a filler or a germ filler, um, per se, you know what I'm saying? And then at that point, you, you know, you're, you're putting it in there and that's what it's designed to do. Now your body's going to have that reaction. Like you said, swell and it might look swollen like they, oh yeah, I got a good pump. No, that's not what it is. Like you said, that's a reaction. That's a good lump. That's that's a good way to describe it, Drew, for sure. Not a pump, but a lump. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, IGF one guys, it's it's a killer therapy as far as that goes. It's really really beneficial in a lot of different ways. Um, like I said, it's not for everybody, you know. And some of these therapies, most of the therapies we are are for a, a good majority of the population. And so is this one to a degree. But at that point, listen, if you have these different things in your health history and stuff like that, it's not worth the you know the, the short time that you have to really benefit from it for a long-lasting uh, possible effect down the road that can cause you know a lot of bad things health-wise or possibly terminal illness. So um, you know, just that's what we're here for. We're a medical uh, center for you guys with medical providers to go over these different things and to make that call if it's a really good therapy for you and beneficial. Long lasting, not just short term. Yeah, even more, even um, more reason to get your blood work done too. Because if you don't need it, absolutely. why take it? You know, this isn't, Ab something, absolutely. This isn't something that's a stimulant, or you know, if you don't need it, then why take it? So even more reason to get your blood work done. Everything's wow. resorting back to that blood work. Every week, you guys hear us talk. Everything resorts yep. back to the blood work, the blood work, the blood work. Yep. That's like the first step yep. to getting your life together yep. is figuring out what's going on with your body instead of just Google searching, like I always say, or asking friends, or hey, I had a headache and I had chest pain. What did you do? What did I do? Blood yep. work yep. is very, very important, guys. Because everybody's different, right? And then that's a good point. You always bring up good points, Drew. Listen, if it's not 
broke, don't fix it per se, right? So if you've got a real high IGF level or even free into total testosterone like we were talking about, and you want to take things to the next level, you've you got to get there and you want more instant gratification, you want to be able to put more muscle on or whatever it is. You know, because I hear from a lot of bodybuilders and stuff, especially younger guys. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to get bigger. I want to put on this much weight, this much time. I don't care what you're taking. There's only so much you're going to put on in a time period. And after that, are you going to suppress by taking these things that you don't really need, you know, and now if you're not optimal, if it's low, you know, it's a whole different ball game. But if it's, let's say it's right above board or, or, or really, really optimal, don't mess with it. At that point, do what you can. There's other things you can take out there. They're going to help you just as much in getting the results that you want without overdoing it or suppressing the natural thing. And at that point, once you suppress things, you're going to need to take that just to get by. Right. <laughs> or things right. are going to get a lot worse. So it's not really worth it, guys, yeah, at heard, that point. I heard a lot with, a, with a, even things as like anti-estrogens or uh, anastrozole, tamoxifen. I hear people, yeah, yeah, when I take it, you know, it makes me hold less water, so I'll just take it every day or I'll double up on it. You don't want to get your estrogen too low either. You don't want it to no. be too high. John keeps using that word optimal. Optimal is where you want to be at because if your estrogen goes too low, your elbows are going to be on fire. You're not going to be able to get an erection. You're going to have a whole right. slew of other problems. And then if you're not right. if you're not honest with your partner, they don't know what you're doing. Next thing you know, no. they think you're not in love anymore because you can't perform because it's estrogen related. Right. You guys got to keep everything optimal. Stay in that. Don't That's go right. too far down or up. It's exactly what John said. Keep things optimal, and optimal doesn't mean like way way above range, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people, yeah, I, optimal. That's yeah. like an oxymoron. Don't get it confused, yeah. guys. Don't get it confused. I'm talking about optimal levels, like at the higher end of things or right there, not going way above where, where that reference is. Much. That super physiological ranges, okay? So when I talk about optimal, I'm talking about higher range right there. Super physiological is when you go way above board and it's just way above that number. So guys, don't use that as me saying, listen, I need to take a whole bunch of stuff so I can get my levels really, really optimal, really high. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Optimal healthy optimal levels. Optimal range, guys. There's a difference between optimal and optimal <laughs> yeah. range. Optimal healthy levels, right. So that's yeah, just another thing. Um, which leads me into, I guess, to our first topic. Uh, basically, you know, I read a topic saying that, you know, you don't need to exercise to lose weight. And it's a really, really, it's a good, I guess, hook to go in, especially for me, because and I think you two exact same. Like, we think that exercise is of, is of high importance, especially to lose weight, right? And, um, you know, it just, I think it drags you in because at the end of the article, it does tell you, hey, listen, there are other people out there, medical doctors, professors, um, nutritionists and stuff like that, that agree that with activity, you need to have, you know, you can lose weight, but diet is the most important thing. And I got to agree to that to a certain uh, circumstance. Like, listen, people can lose weight just on a diet. You know, their body's not getting stronger though. Okay. You're not gaining any muscle tissue, but listen, if you want to lose a whole bunch of weight and stuff like that, diet can be key. Um, but it talked about in the article, basically, you know, where this, this scientist, you know, studied this tribe that hunts and gathers every day. And no matter how much, and they do more walking in one day than the average American does in one week. Think about that. Holy cow. Right. But they don't lose a whole bunch of weight, you know, if they're hunting and gathering all day and they might not be getting the exact same amount of calories. In. So really what it says is, I don't know how much I agree with this, but to a certain extent, I guess I understand it, where your metabolism or your body is so smart, it starts adapting to your lifestyle and what you're doing. Yeah, I believe, yeah. So if you, yeah. a little you're bit, right, a little right? Bit, a little bit. So, 
Yeah. So, I mean, I got, I got, I got to, you know, I got to agree to that point. I, I think that our body can adapt to certain situations of what we constantly put in into it or in the environment that we're, that we're in. Um, but listen, there's other people that are on there in the article that were talking about, listen, you gotta exercise. Okay. Cause you gotta get rid of these calories, um, that you're putting in your body for you to lose weight, uh, or at least maintain a good, healthy weight because, Obviously, we know this, and this is a scientific fact. If you eat too many calories, your body is storing those because it's energy. Yeah. It's storing it into fat because it wants you to use it later. It says, listen, we got to take as much of this as possible. Let's store it up. And at that yeah, point, like we're going to use it down the road. It's like a bear in hibernation. It's like a bear or even even squirrels, right? Because they hibernate through the winter too as well. And, and that's what it is. Uh, you know, with bears, like they want that because of body fat. They need the body fat to stay warm through the winter, and they're hibernating and all that. So, it's just crazy. I, I mean, I, what do you think about it, Drew? What do you think about that analysis? I, I mean, I think if somebody was thrown into that situation, not being used to walking, then yeah. But if you've been doing that, literally from the time you're wearing diapers, like barefoot, walking right. around in the woods or whatever, I mean, I feel like you can get accustomed to it. Uh, I watched the show on, I believe it was Netflix or like or most. Uh, Basically, these kids that have the hardest journeys to get to school. Some of these kids have to walk. Some of these kids wake up, they have no food. They're walking barefoot, right. literally through the jungle, avoiding tigers and up mountains. They have to figure out how to cross the river. They go like literally 20 kilometers like every wow. day. Some of them, it's a four or five hour commute walking by themselves. Wow. I'll send you some links. 10, 11 years old by themselves walking. Some of them don't get food in the morning. They try to get a little bit of milk on their way there. If they can't, they have to wait till they get home. At the school, you bring wow. your own cup. If you don't bring your own cup, you don't eat. So a lot of times Whoa. they would come home after walking almost like 15 miles a day. And a lot of them were real, real lean. But they would really only have like some milk or some berries. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I get Minimal some, calories. Hopefully I get some meat tonight. But you think about yep. they must be burning uh, so many calories. So I feel like Absolutely. it has a point. I feel like your body can get accustomed to it. Because if that were mirror, right. you would pass out and die the first day. Like, we wouldn't even For make sure. it. I mean, it was literally in the hottest part of the world on the equator, they said. And it was like there, there was no shade. And they're just walking for hours and hours with no water. I mean, wow. they're all lean. So obviously, yeah. you know, they don't have any muscle. But right. it's kind of like genetics has a play to it. But no one over there is obese. None of them. The right. only obese right. people I saw over there was... Um, the mom or the grandma that was stayed at home and cooked while the kids went to school. Everybody else was lean because mm -hmm. they're moving around so much. Because, like you say, they're not taking in that much calories, but they're just burning so much. So That's I, it. I don't know. It's... So it really does. I mean, it does come down to that. Yeah. Listen, listen. You, you, you know, eat. I guess it, you are what you yeah. eat, guys. And if you guys don't eat a, a lot of calories, you're going to lose weight for sure. Uh, your body is going to do what it needs to do to get through whatever it gets, you know, gets put into. So, like you don't have enough proper calories, you're not getting enough proper protein, your body's going to start catabolizing yeah. and start eating whatever it can in the body to, to, to put forth that energy you need to get through whatever situation you're at, whether it's you're gonna be a lot, walking. It takes a lot more time <laughs> to put it on, too, than it does to strip it off, especially when it comes to muscle. A lot of these guys are like, yeah, I'm taking the supplement, I gained 20 pounds in the first month. You gained a whole bunch of water because water there's weight. no way you can put on lean muscle tissue. That's a whole other show. But people swear they're gaining muscle. I gained 10 pounds off this product in the first 20 days. Uh, yeah, right. Go get, your, go get a real scan and figure out how much lean muscle tissue Yeah, I guarantee Yeah, you get a DEXA scan. 15 pounds of water and 5 pounds of fat is what you gained. 
in 20 days. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, there's only so much you're going to be able to do, right? And at that point, if there was something that was really that special out there, trust me, you wouldn't be able to get it over the counter unless it wasn't regulated at that point yeah. in time. You're going to have to get it medically. And I'm telling you guys, listen, I have my hands to everything. And I don't, I don't see anything out there that's going to put that much lean muscle tissue on you. Not that, not water weight, but that much lean tissue on you. And if it did, because, it, probably, I mean, people, it, probably wouldn't, it probably wouldn't be safe. I mean, if they... It probably wouldn't be healthy at that point, right? Everybody would be big. Then it would be like, okay, who's really working yeah. hard in the gym? Because now everybody could take this. Everybody could look big. So I kind of like it now where you kind of have to work, work and take a little bit of something with it. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, if I had all kinds of money where I could just go pay some guy to just give me a pill and I wake up exactly how I want to look. Now what am I going to do all yeah. day? I can't work out. If I work out, it's not really going to change anything. Yeah. So it, I don't know, it goes crazy. The only thing that I've seen scientifically that's been out, right, that's really, really cool, and they're going to start regulating this really, really hard, is CRISPRs, and that's gene editing. Yeah. Genetic that's, editing, that's whole, okay? Yeah. And and people are doing this stuff at home. Mm. So it's not like it's not like people are doing this in labs or anything like that, they can literally, they're gene editing at, in, in garages. And, and it's nuts what I've seen. So this is this has gained a whole bunch of popularity. It's gained a whole bunch of, uh, as far as advancements, um, it's really, really cool stuff. So, you know, and let's not even just think about performance issues, but uh, if people have, you know, chronic, like they have like something in their health history where they're going to get leukemia or something, you can gene edit that out. And that is like, man, that is some futuristic type stuff. Diabetes would be huge with that. It is. I mean, listen. Diabetes, I would like generations of families and families would say. Yes. Or cancers. Think about all the cancers, you know. So, I mean, even if you just looked at health history and people that had breast cancer on the mother's side or, or father's side, you know, usually those people are more prone up to 50% almost to get to get the exact same thing, breast cancer. So that's really, really cool stuff. Um, next thing I had to cover was the Elixir Pass in New York. I don't know if you guys read about that yet. So uh, they're just starting, and I've seen this coming in Europe where they're talking about creating a passport per se. And if you want to go to these big events or anything like that, or even fly as far as in airports, it has this, this travel passport and basically this electronic barcode that will tell you that this person's been vaccinated or has a negative reading within three or five five business days. And they actually just rolled out this program in New York for the Rangers game. So at that point, like they've had these people already. So it's already starting to gain traction here in the United States as far as you gotta get the vaccination or you gotta have a negative COVID test to get into these places. We talked about that uh, last week and the week before where Next thing you know, it's going to be like, really? yeah, we're not going to knock on your door and force you to do it, but you're not going to be able to reunite license. You're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to be able to, yeah. Slowly happening. Yeah. They're really it's slowly them. happening, guys. They're going to make it, like, I think what happens is um, they're realizing that people, not, they, you either get the vaccine or you're not going to get it. There's no in-between. That's right. So I feel like there's that's either right. people that's like, oh, we need to get it. I'm, I'm next in line. I can't wait. Did you get it? Or the people are like, I'm not getting that vaccine. It might kill me. So right. it's like you got the right. back and forth. So now it's like they're realizing that half or more of the people don't want or not even are planning ever to get the vaccine. So I feel like they're trying yep. to like, okay, we can't alter their minds. So we'll just start taking away stuff that they could do. So, you know. If, if are you ready for this? So the percentage today, today, I read this today, right, from Kaiser, right, and they're, 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 they take polls on medical all the time. 
And basically what they said, four out of 10 healthcare workers are not going to get the vaccine or do not want to get the vaccine. That's 40% right yeah. there. See, that's higher than I thought it would be, huge. especially for healthcare huge. workers. Yeah. You know, listen, they don't want to do it for a certain reason, just probably like I do. Most of them have already caught it, already went through it. Yeah. And at that point, if they, they've got over it healthy, then why do they need to get a vaccine? You know, it's not like polio where you catch it and, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. You're not going to get over it. You got polio and, and it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, some, some stuff like this, like it's crazy because, you know, we blood tested Sharice and Peter and myself yesterday, full blood panels and everything like that. I want to test Peter's hormones and see where his LH and FSH and all this stuff was. And I ran the antibody test on him because I haven't got to pull blood from him since. Mm. He still got the antibodies mm. from June. I don't have the antibodies. Sharice has the antibodies. I don't have the antibodies. I don't know what the hell is going on. Mm. Different blood types. I'm O positive. They're, I think, A and B or B. So at that point, it's just it's crazy just just how things have affected things. So yeah. uh, with COVID, it's just different for everybody, I guess. You know, you either, you know, you catch it, you get over it. You don't. You catch it, you get sick, really, really sick, or you die. So if those people think that they need the vaccine, listen, go ahead and get the vaccine. We're not telling you not to get the vaccine 100%. Yeah, be um, it's just... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no I think it's the personal to choice. See, like what's going to happen when um, with the kids? With the ki- uh, there's yeah. been so much talk about adults, 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 vaccine, vaccine with kids. You know, it's hard to really test kids like that because they're kids. So, and you don't really hear much about it. But uh, I mean, get ready for this. Yeah. So they just they just Moderna just started rolling out their testing for babies for the vaccine. So so people are putting their babies, right? Yeah. In these in these test groups, <laughs> not a smart idea, and I don't know if I'd ever do that to my kid. So at that That's point, they're idea. testing now the Moderna. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure well, every woman that has a baby now, like even today, you have a baby. As soon as you get, we're gonna vaccinate the baby. No, you're not. Like they're probably immediately trying to push back. Are they vaccin? Are they vaccinating newborns? I mean. Yeah, so they don't have the clinical research on it. That's why they're not vaccinating newborns or kids yet. Mm. They don't have the clinical trials in place. Yeah. Even for us it, as as adults, right? It, it usually takes the four to five years. Five years was the minimum on a vaccine before this. Now it's down to a year. And the, the thing about it is they have to run clinical trials on these things with large population groups. Mm. And that it has to be controlled to really to be able to say, listen, this is going to work the way it does. That's how the FDA would really... Uh, clear medications before and yeah. vaccinations before obviously with they, all the pressure and everything why they bring you know, it down to a year now though it's almost like everything is just push 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 now now you got to do it it's, only it's because people people were seriously scared about this yeah. um, and they wanted to do everything they possibly can to get this done mm-hmm. so what happened was is they took down red tape where they needed to um, in certain areas so they could push it through as fast as they possibly can um, I, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that, you know, but the other, the other side is basically saying, Hey, listen, we need to do this because so many people are dying. Um, we don't want it to affect future generations. we got to get back to some sort of normalcy. We need some sort of protection out there. Yeah. So that's kind of where it came into play. I, I, I don't know. For me, like I said, I'm not going to get it. And if they make me, I guess, and that's, they force me, I can't do anything without a, a pass, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to do it then. I'll just get the negative test and go my way. But, you never know. You, um, might, gonna, you, might, you might pull up to the gate of Bush Gardens or Sea World or Disney World or something like that. You might pull up and they'll be like, hey, you got you got to show your vaccination to get in. Especially big where's tourist your pass? spots. Yeah, where's your pass? Yeah. Like, what do you mean my? Yeah. I got my pass. I bought my ticket. No. Where's your? Right. 
Yeah. Can't go anywhere. Where's your vaccination passport? Yeah, yeah. We want that thing right now. So yeah, that's just another thing we're dealing with out there. You know, it's uh, it's unseen and unforcertain what we're going to do here in the future. But it's scary, guys. I mean, we're just we're just living life uh, as we go, I guess. It's getting better, though. It's getting better. Stuff slowly oh, for starting sure. to open up. And the vibe, sure. the whole scary vibe is kind of going away. I know a lot of people were scared yep. for a while. That whole vibe yep. is going away. Everyone thought, they're, oh, I'm going to die and this and that. You know, now it's, yep. you know, there's... There are sad stories. There are people who've been affected by it, but at the same time, I see people trying to get back to their everyday life. And not only that, not so much people forcing someone else to be paranoid because they're paranoid. You know, that was it's good, yeah. yeah. I mean, even when I looked at Facebook today, like I always look at the memories and stuff like that, and it was memories of when this shit just started yeah, happening. Yeah, I remember the whole Cardi coronavirus, and it was like crazy. Yes. Yeah, so I mean that, that's out there and stuff like that. So I seen that in the memories. I'm like, I'm glad we're way past this because, man, this this was just uh, it was crazy what was going on before. And uh, obviously, we know a lot more about this damn thing. So yeah. hopefully, uh, we just continue in a good effort forward and yep. not too many restrictions or problems happen. Yeah. What else you got, Drew? They're finding out that low dose aspirin can actually uh, help with COVID, COVID related stuff or COVID uh, deaths. Yeah. Especially at night. As you guys know, aspirin thins out your blood. So it's obviously going to help with blood clots, help you breathe a little bit too when your blood's thinner. So um, they're saying that low dose aspirin can reduce the risk of icy new emission and the death, um, which makes sense. I mean, anytime you take aspirin every single night, um, people with heart problems take it. You know, it may, helps your blood pump better, thins out your blood, blood clots, all that stuff. A lot of people die of COVID in their sleep, which isn't good. So uh, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, oh, this is perfect because I'm on ECA anyways. So, I mean, the ECA is a low-dose aspirin, so I'm taking that once a day. So I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone. Not just for the pump in the gym. It's very important to keep it regulated, guys. If you guys are taking baby aspirin every single night and then stop for two months, think about how your body is going to be accustomed to that. You're not taking a full You're not taking a full 325 milligrams every night. Baby, A baby aspirin is considered 81 milligrams. The ECA has even less than that. So to take one of those every single day, it's going to help with the COVID. It's going to help burn the fat. It's going to help make you feel better. Little inexpensive stuff like that can help save your life. It's huge. That's right, man. Sun is shining. Spring break, though. It's spring break down here in Florida. Everybody, you guys got to be careful on spring break. People were driving crazy last night. <laughs> All the college kids, everybody's down here. You got to be safe, guys. They're coming down here like, wait, it's open? Wait, it's open? I heard someone the other day, like, wait, it's open? I'm like, yeah, it's a store. It's open. It's Florida. Welcome to Florida. Everything's open. <laughs> this is kind of a funny one because I kind of, um, you always hear about uh, the hand dryers in the bathroom. When you use a hand dryer, yep. it's supposed to be more sanitary because you don't have to, you know, you don't have to touch the paper towel thing or whatever. But come to find out they're actually more uh, dirty or unsanitary than using paper towels. They did numerous studies where people would wash their hands in the same bathroom using paper towels as opposed to using the hand dryer. What happened was the hand dryer blows the germs around. It blows the germs back onto your clothes. And then once you leave, those germs could be trans uh, transmitted from your clothes to somebody else. So they actually said it was yeah. 10, times, 10 times more germs get spread using uh, air dryers. Yeah, I mean, come on now, fecal mouth, think of a bathroom, every, you don't know what's in the air. I mean, God, as a man, and I know all men are going to say, I haven't heard anybody say this yet. This is this is the first here at Titan Lifestyle. Guys, doesn't it feel good to use a urinal with your mask on 
knowing you could not have to hold your breath. That's the yes. best feeling in the world. You guys go in the urinal, use the urinal, and it's like you're holding your breath. Now that mask is like perfect. But that's a flip note. Yes. But yeah, guys, the uh, the the hand dryers it makes sense. Even the ones you kind of dip your hands in and come out, you're putting it in, blowing it out. It's just blowing all the germs right back onto you. So me having this beard and all that, I'm a paper towel guy. I don't care if I have to grab the toilet paper and use that to wipe my hands off. Once I heard that, it's like all I could think about is science class when they showed the, the black light of someone sneezing and the germs everywhere. So now I'm like, if I'm in there and using the hairdryer, I'm thinking, when I was a little kid and I saw all those germs that flying around, now I'm using a paper towel or I'm going to just air dry and just, I don't know. It's crazy. I always thought it was the opposite. Like, so let's be so, so safe. You don't have to touch free, touch free. I'm like, yeah. I love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Big Drew's going to take it from here of all the events and all the other good information we have to cover. Thanks, Big Drew. Thanks, I appreciate you guys. All right, John, have a good time. Tell Peter and Sharice I said hello. Be safe out there. And get some footage. I want pictures and video, too. All right, guys, it's all me now. John's at Bush Gardens with the family, so I'm going to take over. we got some Titan events coming up. The 27th, that's a week from Sunday, we got the Miami Advice Seminar. Huge seminar. we got all the top pros. we got all the Olympia judges. we got vendors coming. Everybody's going to be down there. It's kind of like a Q&A thing. It's going to be posing. Um, you can get to talk to the judges, figure out what the judges, uh, what they're looking for at next up and coming shows. You know, every year, every show, kind of judge, sometimes they're looking for other stuff. So if you guys are new to bodybuilding or you've been in bodybuilding for a while and you want to actually touch base with these judges, this is the time to do it. A lot of bodybuilding shows, people try to talk to the judge. The judge has been sitting there judging all day. He's got a million different athletes in his head he has to think about. So if he steps off, you know, you see athletes at these shows, they try to catch a judge here and there. The judge is too busy. He may not even rem remember who you are because, and it's not a personal thing because they have so much going on. They're literally at work. So I wouldn't go to your job and ask you questions at your job. I would wait till I have the time to do it. This is the time to do it. Miami Vice Seminar. Um, it's going to be March 27th in Miami at Pro, uh, Pro Body Tech Empire Gym. Never been there. I'm going to check out that gym. Probably get a workout in, too. I'm going to be down there in a tight limo. I'm going to bring some athletes down there with me. It's going to be a great time. That's on the 27th. Uh, we got plenty, plenty of stuff coming. We got the Key West Car Show on the 28th. That's the next day after. That's actually going to be in Clearwater. April 10th, Mel Chauncey Champion Muscle Classic. That's in Tampa. May 15th, Tampa Bay Swim Week. That's at Water. We're going to be at Water again. It's outside. You guys, if you don't know what Water is... um. It's like an outdoor pool party type event right next to the water. It's real nice, guys. Come check it out. New York Pro, Rachel Daniels, ready to shut it down. Team Titan athlete, Rachel Daniels at the New York Pro. That's May 15th right here in Tampa. It's going to be downtown Tampa at the Marriott, which is right on the water, guys. It's a perfect area. Um, you know, I live in Tampa, so I know the area was. Plenty of shops. They got the scooters down there. You can ride around. So you don't even need to get your, get an Uber. If you catch a, a hotel downtown Tampa, guys, we got scooters everywhere. You can just take those, ride them wherever you need to go. It's beautiful weather, the whole nine. Deke Warner, Mid-Florida Classic. That's on June 19th. Deke always has great shows. Great guy. One of the bigger promoters here in Central Florida. Um, it's going to be a Mid-Florida Classic. been a year already. Last year was a great time. Uh, it, was, it was a good time. It's always a good time at Deke's shows. He always has great athletes, too, at his shows, too. One thing with De one thing with Deke is all his shows are pretty much, they're all run smooth. A lot of shows, you know, one will be this way, one will be that. We don't always, unorganized Deke's shows always run smooth. He always has great staff. 
you know, he has a good rotation of people that he brings with him. So it's going to be a good time with that one. And then, um, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff going. We got the Florida State Classic. That's August 14th. Tampa Pro, August 7th. St. Pete Fashion Show. I mean, we got so much stuff going on, guys. Got to check it out. Titan events each and every week we got something planned. So if you see the schedule, it's up there right now. Um, we're adding more stuff to it. So uh, this isn't the set in stone schedule. This is what's set in stone for right now. But we will have other shows coming up. And the Olympia is back in Orlando this year. The Olympia is back in Orlando. That's going to be August 7th at the Hyatt Regency in Orlando. Same venue as it was last year. Perfect venue. Perfect setup for it. There's hotels everywhere. There's gyms everywhere. There's food everywhere. Those are the Titan upcoming events. As always, check the website. Check Instagram. Check Facebook for more events coming up. I'm Big Drew. I'm here every weekend. Titan Lifestyle, Fridays at 2 p.m. John's usually with me. He could be with me here today. He'll be back next week. More topics next week. Always um, check out Titan Talk, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. We got the ABC, ABC show. Seashells, seashells, you know how it goes. We got the ABC show, Sundays at 11 p.m. And again, right back here Fridays. Always, if you go to YouTube, hit the bell so you can be subscribed to videos like this. And we also have a podcast, guys, where you can listen to us all day long. You can listen to past shows. If you guys have questions or weren't answers, a lot of times if you go back, you can catch those, the answer to those questions in our podcast. If you have an iPhone, just hit the podcast button, type in Titan, we'll come up. If you got a Google search, type in Titan Podcast, it'll come up. You can watch all the shows. I got to go. It's time to eat. It's time to train. I'm ready to enjoy the sun. I'm ready to eat and work out. Hope you guys have a great weekend. It's spring break, guys. Be safe. A lot of drunk driving going on. Too many accidents in Florida. I'll be back next week. It's Tight Lifestyle with Big Drew and John's Course. Let's go. This is Tight Lifestyle.